Girl Daily podcast, written by Stephanie Bond, narrated by Tegan Ashton Cohan, produced by Propeller Sound Studios. October 2nd, Monday. We have to stop meeting like this, Detective Jack Terry said dryly. I gave him a finger wave as I dropped into the visitor's seat in his so-called office. Hello to you too, Detective. Coffee? He asked, lifting his cup. No thanks. I've had a long day working at the pet store, so I'd like to give my statement and go home. Pet store? He wrinkled his nose. Explains the smell. New worst job assignment. Assistant dog groomer. Which basically meant I helped to restrain dogs while the groomer washed them. The dank smell of wet fur had seeped into my pores. If I weren't so tired, I'd be completely pissed off. Can we get on with it? He took a long drink from his mug, grimaced, then nodded. Right. Just give me a minute to locate the right file. Let's see. This isn't about your mother's boyfriend who looted her bank account. And it's not about your finding your housekeeper's body in her car. I pursed my mouth while he amused himself. Oh, wait. Here it is. This is about the baby you found abandoned in a bathroom stall. He grunted. You do get around, Ms. Culpepper. Is that how you charm all the women, detective? Hardly. He sobered, and for a moment, I wondered if I'd treaded on something serious. He opened the folder. Now then, tell me everything you can remember about finding the baby. I nodded. It was Friday evening. I was working as an attendant in the bathroom during the Cirque du Soleil tent show. As part of your temp work? Yes. Intermission had just ended and the place was a mess. I was going from stall to stall straightening things and one of the stall doors was locked. I crawled under and there was the baby. I could tell it was a newborn because he was still a little bloody. But I knew he was alive because he started crying. I called 911 and waited until the police arrived. What time was that? Maybe 8.30. Did you see anyone with a baby earlier? No. Lots of little kids, but no babies. So you don't know who left the boy? I didn't say that. His head came up. You do know who left him? I think so. A young pregnant woman, a teenager, I think, has been hanging around Triangle Point for the past few weeks. I talked to her a couple of times. She seemed like a transient. And I saw her with a green coat, the same green coat the baby was wrapped in. He was making notes. Did you get her name? No. He made a rueful noise. Even a first name or nickname would help. No, sorry. Okay. Can you describe her? Petite, dark blonde hair, tight clothes, bad skin. She was hanging around with a dark-haired girl about the same age. Did you see them Friday night? No, and I haven't seen them since I found the baby. They're bound to have been caught on a security camera somewhere on the property. What happens when you find her? 
He looked grim. That's up to the DA's office. Abandoning an infant is serious, but there are domestic violence safe houses scattered around Triangle Point, so the girl might have thought it was safe to leave the baby where she did. Especially if she saw you working there. I gave a little laugh. If the mother thought her baby would be safe with me, she had to be desperate. He shrugged. I wouldn't say that, Miss Culpepper. You strike me as someone with a lot of resolve. Raising a child takes more than resolve. You can say that again. He murmured. You have kids, Detective? Not yet. He said in a way that made me think he was conflicted about the idea of being a father. An unattended birth couldn't have been a walk in the park for the mother, I offered. True. Although the medical report says the umbilical cord had been tied off properly. She or someone with her could have learned how to do that on YouTube. He grunted in agreement. All the more reason to find the mother, in case she needs medical attention herself. All the hospital ERs are on alert for a young woman who might have given birth recently, but who doesn't have the baby with her. And the baby is in good hands? He nodded. I talked to the caseworker this morning, and she said a foster family has already been found. I exhaled. Detective Terry closed the file. That's all we can do for now. If you see the girl again, call me. I stood. I will. Oh. And Detective? Yes. Is Elena Padilla's car still impounded? His expression grew suspicious. I believe so. Why? Would it be possible for me to search it? He frowned. No. Why? I found one of Elena's earrings she must have lost when she was cleaning my place. And if I can find the match, I'd like to send them to her daughter. His face softened. Oh. I'll check to see if an earring or other personal items were recovered. I inclined my head. Thank you. He stood and walked to a file cabinet. Try to stay out of trouble, Miss Culpepper. If you keep this up, I'm gonna have to clear out an entire drawer for you. Hi there. This is Stephanie Bond, author of the Temp Girl Daily Podcast. The drama keeps building, doesn't it? If you're enjoying this story, I hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts to help more people find Temp Girl. Thank you so much. And come back tomorrow for another Can't Miss episode of Temp Girl. Temp Girl.